you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football. I'm Jamie Erdahl, Kyle Brandt, Jason McCourty, Peter Schrager. We take you to Philadelphia where the Eagles are holding voluntary workouts as we take a gander at Jalen Hurts. Throwing the ball around who for about a week was the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Uh, I'm sure he's fine just being on the list uh, because the deal is done. He can be in Philadelphia for a long time. A.J. Brown and Jason Kelsey spoke yesterday about their quarterback and his new deal. Ecstatic for him. Um, he deserves it. Um, and uh, I'm just excited what the future holds for, for him. You know, he's a, he's a great guy, as all y'all know. You know, he's, he's still that hard worker. He's still determined to be great. So um, it definitely didn't change him. You know, it definitely just motivated him, if anything. So, you know, that's what you want. It seems like he still has a hunger and a desire to improve and get better, which is a necessity in this league. So uh, I have not noticed anything different other than. Um, Actually, nothing from him. Probably just an aura of, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, commas, I guess. Commas, yeah. Sure. He was searching for that joke. And yeah. I, I, I could sense a couple different angles he was thinking of taking. He's like, no, not that one, not that one. I'm going to go with commas. That seems like the safest one. Jalen's made a lot of money. It's great for Jalen. Yeah. He's still Jalen Hurts, though, and that's a good thing to hear. After the offseason and the draft they've had, things are looking remarkable in Philadelphia. So let's dive into the reigning NFC champions. It, it's a challenging exercise to do this morning. What is your biggest concern, if any, of the 20? Peter, I know you've done some arduous work here, my friend. Yeah, I'm trying to do some heavy lifting here because they look great. And they added in the draft. And we've talked so positively about the Eagles. So what would be their Achilles heel? What would be something that going to season say, yeah, but maybe they don't defend the title because. And I look at the coaching staff. They lost a lot of good coaches. And that happens when you're a team that goes to the Super Bowl. 
Jonathan Gannon was a really good defensive coordinator. Whether he's popular in Philly now, I don't know, especially after the tampering stuff that was all went down and that, hey, maybe during Super Bowl week he was actually talking with the Cardinals. But they lost their defensive coordinator, who was a defensive coordinator, one of the best defensive football. Their offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. They lost Shane Steichen, who helped orchestrate that entire offense with Jalen Hurts and all those running backs that absolutely pummeled the NFC in the playoffs and then took the Chiefs down to the wire. Steichen is now in Indianapolis. You're taking your offensive coordinator, your defensive coordinator. They also lost Denard Wilson, who was considered to be the defensive coordinator. He goes to the Ravens. Nick Rallis is a young stud that's rising in the ranks. He's going to be the defensive coordinator in Arizona. Gannon took him with him. So that's four top coaches on the staff. So then you say, okay, but fine. They bring back most of the players. Shane Shane Steichen might be gone, but Nick Sirianni is still there as the Mm -hmm. head coach. I'm going to look at Brian Johnson as maybe the most important coach on that staff this season. Brian Johnson was the quarterback's coach last year. There he is in the hooded sweatshirt and the green hat. He gets the promotion to offensive coordinator. This is a guy who played at Utah, was a star quarterback. Mm -hmm. I've mentioned this before. He was on the cover of the NC2A video game by Electronic Arts one year. Mm -hmm. He was so good at Utah. It's coming back. Players are going to be in the game. And this guy is going to be very much involved in the success or failure of that Eagles offense. They did bring back all those offensive linemen. They did bring back all those guys. But this was an awesome offense that every time they took the field, they just clicked. And they did it right up until the final whistle of the Super Bowl. Hey, if they don't call that holding penalty, I had no doubt the Eagles were going to march right down the field, yeah. run the ball right down yeah. the Chiefs' throats, yeah. and either tie that game or take the lead. They didn't get that opportunity. I wonder if it has, is the turnkey when you lose Steichen and all what he had going on with that offense. If you just say, hey, Johnson, you were with the quarterbacks, now you're going to be the OC. It's a heavy lift to try to poke a hole in the Eagles this year because they are loaded. Mm. But I would think some of the brain power they have on that sideline, that brain power being dispersed around the league, that's not a great thing right at the moment. Mm. It's not. And they are uh, the sixth team, Super Bowl team, to lose both coordinators. The wow. previous five mm. reached the divisional round, not even the title okay. game. Also, the Super Bowl loser hasn't been back in a long, long, long time. There's all those practical reasons, and I'll take my shot at it. I could get into the coaches, the roster, blah, blah. There's something different. There's something between the ears. And for the origin story of my little hole poking in the Eagles, let's go back a few years to the Rocky Steps in Philadelphia. Go ahead. Listen closely. We're a bunch of underdogs. And you know what underdogs is? It's a hungry dog. And Jeff Stalin has had this in our building for five years. It's a quote in the O-line room that has stood on the wall for the last five years. Hungry dogs run faster. And that's this team. Bottom line is, we wanted it more. So good. That was that team. Mm. Yeah. They wanted it more. Are they hungry now? Sure, they lost the Super Bowl and you want to get back. I don't know. Listen, Jason Kelsey has gone from that guy to some sort of media tycoon. It's constant podcast here. I'm doing funny things, doing Christmas albums. Me and my brother are taking over the league. We're the new Mannings. Like, all right. Jalen Hurts, we're talking about how many commas he has. He's gone from being the guy who was benched in college and overlooked. And now it's like, look how wealthy he is. And he's so cool. Like, is this team motivated like that? Are they hungry dogs? Because even last year, just front runners, just plowing everybody. Like, not... On the adversity scale, it was pretty low for a team that wins that many games. What is it this year? Everybody in the world, not just Philly, is saying, you're the best. You're the best. You're the richest and the coolest and the fastest and the toughest. And we love your coach and we love your players and we love your quarterback. And you're just going to destroy everybody. That can 
wreak havoc on a team. That is that dog ain't hungry. That dog's getting filet mignon, whatever it wants. <laughs> right here in its little bowl, you can have steak, you can have uh, caviar, whatever you want. That dog, if anything, is like needs to eat less. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It needs to hear less about it. So. The town, the media, the the core players are wired to that nobody believes in us, and we're going to show them. Everybody believes in you now. How do you still show them? I love the roster. I love Sirianni. Maybe my favorite coach in the NFL. No kittles and bits? Just steak no. and steak. Limited. No, no, no. Kibbles and bits, and you got to go across the top of the cup. Oh, yeah. Like sk- no, no, no. Puppy chow. None of that crap none in the can. None, none of that. Truffles. Truffles. <laughs> On and they me. use a dog to find truffles yeah. underneath, and then they feed them yeah, to that dog. He goes, yeah. get another dog to get my truffles. I'm the eagle. not a hungry dog. No. It's like the, it's the dog's rotund at this point. <laughs> yeah. So, Satiated. Yes. That's, that's what I would say. Sirianni, coach him up. I love you. But everybody, everybody loves you. That's the problem. Everybody loves him. That's a great point. And they went to the Super Bowl, played well, really well last year. And all we said all offseason is how well they done in free agency, signing this guy, the draft. They killed it. How he rolls. He's the guy. I was doing some research on my SI.com, and John McMullen has an article, and it says Eagles 2023 expectations are reaching unrealistic levels. Mm. That's where the Eagles are right now. Everybody is crowning them, talking about their favorites to get back to the Super Bowl, and that becomes the challenge of how do you live up to the hype and to the expectations that everybody has set forward for you and that you're setting for yourself. It is extremely hard to get to a Super Bowl. A lot of things have to work out in your favor. And the Eagles have done a good job of replacing guys, bringing certain people in. But the truth of the matter is, they got there last year because you have players that have great seasons, career type of years. C.J. Gardner-Johnson leaves in free agency. We had the best year of his career last year for the Eagles. Javon Hargrave, Miles Sanders. These guys, T.J. Edwards, these guys had tremendous years. It's hard right now in May to say, all right, who's going to step up and have this tremendous year this year that is going to take us over the top and get us back to the Super Bowl? Because no matter what, who you bring back, what goes right, injuries, just to be able to get back there. You think about the Eagles won in 2017. That next year, yes, they make it to the playoffs. They end up beating Chicago on a Cody Parkey field goal that is the double doink that close to leaving out in the first round mm-hmm. of the playoffs. And they struggled early on with wins coming back and all these different variables that you need to go the right way. The ball has to bounce your way to get back to the Super Bowl. So, yes, trying to find the limitations as you go through the Eagles' depth chart and roster is very hard. They have talent at every position. Jason, there's, there's a question I have. Sorry to interrupt you. No, go ahead. You were on this this Patriots team that had mm-hmm. all these guys, these veterans who had already won Super Bowls before, and they had won recently, and mm-hmm. they were they still had that hunger. So, what would be your advice to these Eagles players who had already won one already, and then got to one? Like, you're, I'm not worried about the young guys. They're gonna. I'm talking about the Kelseys, the the Fletcher Cox, the Brandon yeah. Grams. They're gonna, like. They're made men. How do you get them to be motivated to be their very best again? I think there's something special about any Super Bowl team. I think that brings an element that is different. I remember when I got to New England in 2018, I was a guy who was coming off a season where I didn't win a single game. It wasn't just me. Uh, Danny Shelton was there. Josh Gordon got there. All of us on that Browns team. And I felt like that was an element joining our team where you have guys who have never done what some of the people in this locker room done. And you bring a realistic approach to it where you have guys talking about what they've done in the past. And you have an old guy like me in my 10th year sitting there saying, well, I'm just happy to win our first game of the season. 
season against the Houston Texans. And I think that type of perspective helped us in that year in 2018. For the Eagles, there's going to be something about this year that's going to be special. Maybe it's the loss of two coordinators that rallied the team together because we're sitting here at this desk saying, well, they lost both their coaches. Yeah, they lost yeah, this guy. Yeah. They lost that guy. So maybe it's that that rallies them together. It's going to be something that makes this team special if they're able to get back mm. to that big game. I think that was a very real thing you said in the middle of that, which is um, any team that makes it to a, to a playoff, to the Super Bowl, wins the Super Bowl, a lot of things have to go the right way for yep. them. And it's not just like you are the most dominant minute, every minute, every snap, every series. Like sometimes a ball just has to bounce your way. And for a team to make it all the way to the Super Bowl and have it happen so well for them and then to lose it, the thing that I find, and this isn't, I'm just going to give them their props. I can't, I can't really poke holes. You got nothing. Team. It's yeah. tough. It's tough. What I am going to say about this, though, is I know Jalen Hurts, the, the, now around him, it's always rich and he's so cool and he's different. They made that team. They made it to the Super Bowl with that team with Jalen Hurts as a you, – you had not locked him up yet. This was like a – was this a flash-in-the-pan team? Was this a team that had A.J. Brown that was like one good season? We weren't sure what we were going to get out of Hurts, and all of a sudden they stumbled into it. Now they know. Yeah. Now they know what they have. They know the potential for these guys. So it's almost like last season I look at it as like that could have been a fluke. But now they've done all the right things where now they can become the Eagles of dominance. It was like that was just the the birthplace of Mm -hmm. it. And if you can do that with a team that you weren't sure if your quarterback was going to get locked up, you're good now. You have it. Like It's it's very hard to find an issue with this team. Well, the flip side of that is Jalen Hurts has had one excellent season. Yeah. Just one. And they paid him everything, and we love him, and he's great. But it's not someone who's ripped off three or four good years. It wasn't even Mahomes when he finally got the big contract and he had showed up and made this massive splash first. Jalen Hurts was okay in that first year, made the playoffs great last year. It, it's, usually, it's usually small sample size for a contract of that size. So I don't think he's going to fall in his face or anything, but it's, it's not it's, much. It's usually sacrilegious to, to you know, walk away from veteran players, and the Eagles didn't do that. They went out and they yeah. re-signed Brandon Graham and yeah. Fletcher Cox. But one of the things that made the Patriots so ruthless and so good over time is that right before those guys got bye to bye. that point, they'd say goodbye, and that included Mike Vrabel, it included Willie McGinnis, mm-hmm. and it included so Vince many Wolf before Ford, him, yeah. Richard mm-hmm. Seymour mm-hmm. and Vince mm-hmm. Wilfork. Uh, the Eagles doubled down. They brought back Kelsey. They bring back Brandon Graham. They bring back Fletcher Cox. They bring back Lane Johnson. They bring back everybody. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I, 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 I think they're the best team in the NFC, maybe the NFL, going into this season. But it's not that easy. That's not how the football is. I remember thinking it was shocking when the Patriots let Vinatieri go. I mean, what are you Seriously? talking about? Yeah. You can't let, Vinatieri's a legend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> didn't, didn't care. They let Brady go. Yeah, they, right. did. they did. Well, that <laughs> didn't quite. That's not quite working. Yeah, Brady wanted to right, go. Right, right. Yeah, uh, he did. <laughs> that was it. We did our best, guys. 14 minutes of trying to find an issue at the 2023 Philadelphia Eagles. The assignment has been completed. You go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it irish spring body wash and bar soap fresh green irish shop now at a store near you Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs, 
Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. <laughs> hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. We have been so, so happy to have KJ Wright in studio the past few days. One of the legends from the Seattle Legion of Boom era. And he keeps on mentioning these names and all the Seattle players. And constantly, Sarah, Jason, and I are like, gosh, there was a lot of good players on the mm-hmm. defense. And gosh, There are a lot of personalities on that (laughs) defense. So we put KJ to the task. Yesterday, we had him break down his top three moments from that era, but today we're gonna focus on the individual players on the field. KJ, we wanna break down your top five Mm -hmm. defenders from the Legion of Boom era from five to one. List your friends, not a good thing to do, and yet here we are. Listen, first and foremost, guys, I love you guys. I respect you guys. Do not be mad at me. But we got to rank you guys number five to number one. And coming in at number five, we got Mr. Belly Roll himself, Brandon Meebane at number five. Brandon Meebane! Right here was a monster, a monster. And he was so intellectual as well. Before the play, he would point, ball's going here, ball's going there. He would let us know what was coming. Just TFLs left and right. And this guy personally means a lot to me because he took me under his wing. He taught me how to play football. He taught me how to watch film. Brandon Meebane is a guy that's forgotten about. But in my eyes, he is Top one of five. the best. One of the best. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that dance. Yeah. <laughs> one of the best to do it. Brandon Meebane at number five. That's I love that. Let's That's go. Four. Now number four. Okay, this is where it starts getting a little controversial. Coming to number four, we got the best cornerback of this generation, Richard Sherman. Four. At number four. four. I don't have him. I thought he'd be one. No, no, Sherman's number four. Listen, <laughs> this is my guy. But a fade ball to his side. Is an interception every single time. This man ended up with 37 career picks. The man oh talked God. his smack. If you threw the ball his way, nothing good was going to happen. Sherman got so good at one point, he was like, Ken, don't even buzz to my side. I'm like, Sherman, I'm the buzz defender. I got to drop to you. He's like, go do something else. I don't need you to look at my side. He took away one-third of the football field, and at one point, eight interceptions, eight interceptions, T uh, PBUs, Richard Sherman at number four. Number three. Number three. Give me Earl Thomas at number three. This man, walkthroughs was like game days. 
He, to say he loved football is an understatement. Earl Thomas was just glued to film. This man lived, breathed, and just loved football and one of the best tackling safeties that I have ever seen. If it's in the open field, he's bringing you down. If it's a fade ball, he's running sideline to sideline, red line to red line, getting those picks. And my favorite play of Earl Thomas is right here. So laser focused. Got the fumble out right before Cunningham get to, the, get to the end zone. This guy was just so focused. He was so smart. And I'm telling you, the way he practiced was like game day. Benny Cunningham highlights on a yes. Friday morning. Let's go. Yes, yes, yes. To number right. two. Number two. Give me Bobby Wagner. This man two? is the best. Who's one? Who you think? Go on, two, go on, two, Bobby two. Wagner, one of the best of this generation, just over. 1,500 tackles, 30 sacks. Offensive linemen cannot block him. His IQ is like none of the, is one of the best I've ever seen. Bobby Wagner is the best linebacker of this generation. Got picks, got you know, TFLs left and right, 30 sacks. You try to run his way, nothing good is happening. So I'm so glad he's back. It'll definitely help out the Seahawks defense. Can I tell you what I used to love when Bobby Wagner used to jump over defensive lines and block field, field goals. Field goal box. Unbelievable <laughs> yeah. athlete. Uh, with great fanfare, We've already done Sherman, mm -hmm. we've already done Wagner, we've already done Brandon Meebane and Earl Thomas. Who is the number one player in the Legion of Boom era on that defense? There can only be one enforcer. Give me Cam Chancellor at number one. Mm. Cam Chancellor is the big dog, he's the enforcer. And like Whoa. I said last week, <laughs> this man kept everyone together. He was the glue to the defense. I know everyone sees his big hits, I know everyone sees him striking dudes, but his leadership was something that really stood out to me. Cam gave the pregame speeches, knocking dudes out left and right. <laughs> Look and at he him. brought that energy to our football team. And so one of my favorite teammates ever, the guy's a freaking legend. His career also ended way too soon. If we're talking about Cam Chancellor, He's, he's the big dog. He's the enforcer. He's my number one Legion of Boom member. Woo! All right, so I look at Legion of Boom, and we're talking about the entire era. Legion of Boom might have been a defensive, but this is the whole thing. This is controversial on many levels, and yet you were there. You were in the trenches. Right. This who is would, how you see it, and it who, could have been any order. Who would you pick? Well, I think, number one. I mean, I don't see Michael Bennett on this list. He might have made this list. I don't see Cliff Averill on this list. Cliff's going to be mad I don't at me. See, I, know. I don't see KJ Wright on this list. I can do that to myself. And, and I might have also... Uh, look, there's, there's so many. It's hard. Hall of Famer Bobby Wagner. Yes. Hall of Famer Richard Sherman. Yes. I don't know if Cam Chancellor or Earl Thomas get that same discussion. Really? I don't know. I, I was in the building. What they Talk, make what the they, case for them? What they meant to our football team? I'm telling you, with all these personalities, all these egos, who's going to be the one to reel guys back? It was this, it was this dude. He kept everyone together. He kept everyone on the same page. When you look at Earl Thomas, he's a guy that in the middle of the field, KJ, watch this, Bobby, watch this. Oh, here it come, here it come. Like these dudes were legends. And so I love these guys. Don't be mad at me. All you guys are phenomenal players. Hey, top five, here we go. Jason, you were in the trenches. You were across from these guys on the field. What's your reaction to that? All legends, as you said. All right, I'm focusing on the secondary because the secondary was Legion me, the Legion of Boom. I want to know, KJ, what do you think these guys are going to think? You just said personalities, egos. Richard Sherman is last amongst the DBs. Earl is behind Cam. If those guys had to rank themselves, do you think they would see it the same? Absolutely not. <laughs> and, and I'm telling you, who's gonna, the one that's going to be bad at me right here, 
He's, he, Bobby's, Bobby's, he's not going to like this. He's, he's, he's not going to like this. Sherman's going to laugh about it. Cam wouldn't care where he was at. He's, he's chill. Piece, he's yeah. not tripping. Me Bane, I know this means a lot to Me Bane because he was kind of the unsung hero. Yeah. He's the guy that never made a Pro Bowl, mm. but up front, he controlled the line of scrimmage. And so these guys, I'm the only person that's going to probably be upset. What about Earl? Earl going to be all right? Earl will be cool. Earl will be cool. Who's the, who is the biggest struggle to leave off? Who was, who was number six that you felt really bad about? Michael Bennett. Okay. Mike, Mike B was a monster up front. Just making TFLs left and right. Like I said, his IQ is one of the best I've ever seen. But I couldn't put him in front of me, bang. This is my guy. This is Jess. This is Arsenal, my guy, Brandon Meebang. Um, yeah, he means a lot to me. Just off the top of my head, there are some other guys. Like Frank Clark was on this defense. Bruce, Bruce Irvin was a big part of this defense. Byron, Byron Maxwell. Maxwell. Uh, Lane, right, number 20? Jay Lane. Jay Lane. Lane. Yeah, that's, I like Jay Lane. But. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Jay Lane, but nah. I was, that was a loaded defense. And don't for a second think that this guy wouldn't be on a lot of these players. Let's, KJ Wright, third all-time. Third. In Seahawks franchise history and tackles, and one of the most consistent players of your time. Dude, thank you for making this list. Yeah. Not easy to rank your friends. Yes, this, this was yeah, hard to ahead, do. Yeah, go ahead, rank your friends and make them all mad. We need to so add all of them on, on Twitter. The at all of them. Everybody from that era. In a recent interview with uh, Complex 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel said, quote, my most hated team is the Eagles right now 100% all the trash talk coming from the Eagles fan base and the players you just get tired of that we lost the NFC championship game because we played with 10 people that's one less than what you're supposed to and the one that he is talking about is the one that's supposed to get him the ball so take that for what you will. Debo Samuel is still talking about that 49ers loss uh, rightfully wrongfully so so that means that we must all have a game or a situation that we had a hard time getting over we're, I think we're going to keep it in football because situation means that it's like a life thing and I don't want to go there so Jason <laughs> football wise hard time getting over <laughs> the 49ers are still talking about this game? They still are yeah confirmed. Well, we talked about all the way up to the Super Bowl uh, if I had to choose one game I would go with the Miami Miracle I was a part of the New England Patriots. This is going to be the first time I ever got a t-shirt and hat. We were supposed to win the division this game. I didn't play my best game individually and now there's this commercial where you have the X's and O's going on as this play is being drawn up. I ain't even on the call and I can't stand it. Every time I hear this it is a tough game to get over and I remember we kicked the ball off here and before this play and Miami picks it up and they run around and waste so much time as I'm jogging on the field, I'm talking trash to them. You guys just lost the game for yourselves. And then it follows this way. Gronk is still chasing Drake and still haven't caught him as he trips over himself going for the tackle. Gronk's reaction to this play the next day was so funny. He's cracking up laughing like, I don't know what I was supposed to do back there <laughs> trying to make the tackle. But yes, the Miami Miracle, a tough game uh, to get over. Dev is still running into the tunnel as he was not in the game <laughs> Taking on off this the play. Take, Take, yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah, him, him for Gronk, one for one. Greatest coach in team sports. And they have the spot Light on me as I'm doing absolutely nothing on the play <laughs> as they're scoring a touchdown. Get the play off the screen. Lord, well, what you got? You ran 4-3, didn't you? At your yeah. I'm, I'm doing my job. Who's the cover guy is supposed to cover? That's one of those guys where you're supposed to run 4-3, running 4-7. Oh. Not knowing what's supposed to, not knowing what he's doing. It. So that one McCourty was off, but the other McCourty. What you got? Right. So what I got is uh, this one's a tough one for me, guys. 2012, Rutgers versus Louisville. Mm -hmm. One of my final games of my college career. Rutgers were having a great season. New York, New Jersey, you guys remember this. All we have to do is beat Teddy Bridgewater in Louisville to get a berth to the first. Didn't he beat you guys on like one ankle? Yeah, to get a berth to the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, he he didn't start the game because he had a high ankle sprain and I think a broken wrist on his offhand. And he ended up coming in the game. 
because we're beating up on the backup pretty well. And he led them to a fourth quarter comeback. And Louisville gets a berth to the Sugar Bowl and they beat Florida. But that was Rutgers' chance. That was our chance to go to the Sugar Bowl and show that we were one of the top teams in college. And Teddy Bridgewater, clutch player, man. A lot of respect for him. But Teddy B, that one still hurts me. Mm -hmm. Kyle, what do you got? I, I, I was just going to bring up something. I don't know if it was going to make the segment. I just bring it up. I think we have the video saved. This killed me when I watched this, and I still cannot get over it. Here it is right here. It's the Miami uh, Miracle. <laughs> they were playing against uh, the Patriots. <laughs> and that's Jason, who's in the league for 13 years. And all you have to do is stop some schoolyard nonsense with a bunch of laterals or whatever. Jason, what are you thinking? Why didn't you run over there right now? Why are you staying on that side of the field? you got to think about a last play of the game. What happens on a last play of the game when you're that far? What, do, what is the offensive team do lateral the ball you start throwing it across the field you start He's doing running things. to the end zone so there are things i am on this side and i am covering somebody you have to keep your eyes on your guy sure if i run over there and they throw it back to my guy and they score a touchdown then i get you're still covering that guy as Kenyon drake is running to the day i would day, have covered him covering. all the way to the bathroom to try to win the game you go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Guys, Joe Burrow has beaten Mahomes in Kansas City. He's beaten Allen in Buffalo. He now has his biggest victory of beating Fiona the Hippopotamus in his own city of Cincinnati. Let's take a look at the top ten. We see the end of a reign here. This is voted by the readers of City Beat Magazine. Top ten best Cincinnatans, and it is a grab bag. You got everything, but Pete Rose has been there 60 years. Anthony Munoz has been there probably close to 50 years. And then you got everybody from uh, Molly Wellman is a beloved mixologist in Cincinnati. Just oh, mixes like they wow. love they love Molly. And they got Rose Lavelle. We know her from soccer. And then you got my guy Bob Herzog here. Good morning, Cincinnati. The morning show, which we love and respect. Kind of our brother. And I like the name of your show as well. But what we have here, two versus one, a changing of the guard. This is hip versus hippo and if you know the stature and the this the status of fiona in that city we just got to get into it right now it's to a national audience it is a big deal in cincinnati fiona the hippo born january 24th 2017 29 pounds 
woefully underweight and premature, but she was a fighter. She would not quit, and she became a symbol of pride and resilience. Her father, Henry, was 34. Mother, BB, was 17. Sounds problematic to me, but apparently in the hippo community, no big deal. It's just how, it's how the sausage is made. And so once she became the sensation in Cincinnati, it went national. The New York Times declared Fiona mania. Everyone is into Fiona, and they're Instagramming it, they're checking out on her, she's getting bigger, she's having a little baby bottle, and again, she became kind of a symbol. They did a one-hour special in Cincinnati, an hour, not a half hour, they said, we need a full hour for Fiona. About her, she was profiled in People Magazine, guys. She became, like, America's hippopotamus, and with that, you start to see a little bit of the attitude. A little bit of celebrity comes out. You know, she's sort of posing, sort of posturing, domestically braised Nile hippopotamuses. They're just like us. She's in the tabs. Uh, started dating John Mayer. She dropped an album. It was called Hippo Hop. A lot of trips to Palum. She had her own fragrance. And then, of course, guys, with it brought celebrity scandal. All right? And little brother, Fritz the Hippo. Uh, That's Fritz right there. Fritz kind of in this vein of, of what Kieran Culkin used to be, or maybe Elle Fanning, significantly less famous, overlooked, a little bit of frustration there. And she's just kind of posing with him for the cameras to show that she's a big sister. Who knows if she is? And then you want the real scandal. Fiona then shows a lover. She did, and her lover, she decided to mate with her stepfather, Tucker. And I don't know what the hell kind of Tiger King stuff this is, but this has went on. Apparently, it's totally kosher, and she made it with her stepfather. There's divorce uh, in hippopotamus world? What, I'm sorry, Peter? There's a divorce, divorce in the hippopotamus and remarriage. There was some, yes, <laughs> it, it was a very complicated, it was a little bit like the Von Trapps <laughs> meets uh, the Versaces, and there was scandal and all it. kinds of stuff. New York Post ran a headline. House of the Hippos, zoo family drama as Fiona mates with stepdad. That was an wow. actual headline. I didn't make that one up. Burrow just beat this. So you know what you do when you're a celebrity, have massive scandal, you return to your core. Mm. You kind of just strip it down. You say, I'm just going to take some time to myself. She is a Cincinnatan. She is a Bengals fan. Remember, she tops a list that does not include Barry Larkin, Carson Palmer, Ocho Cinco, none of those people. Her. She likes the Bengals. This is Cincinnati's celebrity fan. This is their Ben Affleck. This is their Paul Rudd. It is Fiona the dang hippopotamus. And in 2018, she became a five-year champion, a dynasty in Cincinnati as the most beloved. They voted her over Pete Rose, over Anthony Munoz, over any of those people. And that run after five years has come to an end at the hands of the Bengals quarterback. The Bengals send the tweet, you will always be our queen, Fiona. Class, grace. The Bengals now become accustomed to winning on the football field as well as in the zoos. But I want to know, like, there's there's this push, guys, where they love Burrow in Cincinnati. They're like, I don't know. I'm kind of Team Fiona on this. I think they might have messed it up. Let's do a tale of the tape. Let's just look at them side by side. Fiona the hippopotamus here. Joe Burrow here. Uh, significant age difference, 20 years older for Joe. Significant weight difference, 23.58 pounds for Fiona. <laughs> we got Joe at a 4.76 speed, 15 miles per hour. You know hippos can really run. Uh, Joe's idol, Drew Brees. Fiona's King Hippo, a, a famous pugilist from the 80s. Great defensive fighter. <laughs> Only one best Cincinnati titles for Joe Burrow, whereas, again, a five-time champ. So everyone's happy for Joe. But there's still Team Fiona right here. It is a big, big win for Joe Burrow. Uh, I think Fiona is determined. She is motivated. She is a hungry, hungry <laughs> hippo. She wants that crown back. Guys, I go to the table. Yeah. Did they get it right? And are we seeing a rain here? Can Joe hold off the Fiona hive that exists in the United States of America in Cincinnati?
I think they got it right. Yes. You think they got it right? They got it right. Joe Burrow has earned his place. He didn't win table. a Super Bowl. He earned his place at the True. table with Fiona. I am fascinated by Chapter Two of Fiona's career. No. This is the comeback. Mm-hmm. This is everything we root for. You know, remember with Brittany, everyone would build her up. They tore her down, and she came right back up like a rising phoenix. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see out of Fiona the Hippo. We know there's been scandal. Yeah. We know that there's been some salacious headlines. We heard about the stepdad. We heard about the age gap in the parents. I look. Just because the paparazzi caught Fiona mm-hmm. doing some things mm-hmm. does not mean that we have to fall out of love with her. Mm-hmm. I feel like Fiona is going to have a next chapter, and she will be the queen of Cincinnati forever, but she will be the top, top vote getter next year. All right, wow. Peter. McCourty? I'm here for Joe. I'm here for Fiona. Mm-hmm. I want a story on Fritz, okay. Fritz the little brother. Mm-hmm. That's who I want to know about. A little bit it. of Rob Kardashian, possibly with the sisters being mm-hmm. a little bit more famous. I want to know what Fritz is up to. I want to know the scandals that he's Fritz involved. Fritz is a sock company. That's what, that's what they do. Yep. Sock they company, always but do. I feel for Fritz. Tucker, of course, the stepdad. Like a He's a whole nother character. Yes, yeah. Suspect character. He's got a reality show coming well, out. He shows up after something. she's already a star. Yes. You know? Who's Fritz's right dad? Is Fritz's right dad Tucker or is Fritz's dad? I feel like there's so much. Is it the half brother? I think he's directing brother? an Annie Hall sequel. Uh, what do you got? What do you got, Jamie? I go. Uh, I go to the football. Despite this wonderful family photo between uh, Fritz and Fiona, I go to the football. What? What is? Uh, what was the magazine called? What is the publication? Oh uh, yeah, Beat Cincinnati Beat. Cincinnati yeah. Beat. Yeah. What are they them. trying to do? Are they trying to test the quarterback market right now? Because Joe Burrow <laughs> has a contract coming his way, and are they thinking that he doesn't? Uh, he's not going to need guaranteed uh, money if he job, is voted Jamie. best since. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So are they trying to say, like, please, we love you here. You are beloved. Maybe don't, so. you don't demand all of our money. Leave some for the others so we can have the Bengals mm-hmm. team that we know and love. Like, I think this is all just one wow. big hoopla to get him to stay retain could his be. services. I have, to, I have to hand out a couple of thank yous to uh, Rich Goldberg. This is God's work right I mean, here. He spent is, the entire night. Work. I have things in my email from our researcher, Rich Goldberg, that I... <laughs> I got something about with the age that reached, the hippos reached their sexual maturity, and I'm not even. I want to burn it with napalm, and it's in my email. I also the Cincinnati Zoo sent us pictures really? and like hooked us up, and you guys are so proud of your girl. We love Fiona, we love Burrow, we love Cincinnati. Thank you so much for that, everybody. Great job. Fiona. Well done, Kyle. Thank well you. done. If there is no one that can unearth the best Cincinnatians yeah. like that with class and grace, it's Kyle Brandt. Yeah. What show am I joining? Yeah. Yes. It's just journalism at its finest. Yes. Please tell the please tell all the there teams. There she is. They're watching. Why hey, girl. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. 
Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.